Hey there, and welcome to the devotional. I'm Walter, the dyslexic bilingual hillbilly and pastor of the Rhine River Baptist Church. Today is Tuesday, May 16th, 2023, and today is our 138th devotional. And today we're looking at uh, how Christ was about the Father's business as he was teaching us, and we're still looking at the Sermon on the Mount. And today we're looking at Matthew chapter 5, verse 12, uh, it says this, Rejoice and be exceeding glad, for great is your reward in heaven. For so persecuted they the prophets which were before you. And as we think about this again, it seems counterproductive, or not counterproductive, but it seems uh, like it goes against everything that we know to rejoice when things are not quite going our way when we're being persecuted. But this is exactly what Christ tells us to do, is to uh, live in an, a state of joy or a state of rejoicing. Uh, because why? Uh, what's our reason for rejoicing? Well, first, um, it is um, our re that we're looking forward to our reward in the life that's to come. And we should all realize by this point, and, and maybe if you're not that old, uh, maybe you don't realize this yet, but uh, this life is, for one, it's very fast. Uh, it goes by in the blink of an eye. Um, James chapter 4 verse 14 tells us this, uh, whereas ye know not what shall be on the morrow, for, your, for what is your life? It is even a vapor that appeareth for a little time and then vanishes away. Um, life is just so short, uh, it seems like to me. And I was thinking about this earlier this morning as I was out um, doing my exercises, that if I live to be 70, I've only got 20 years, le less than 20 years left. And... Um, that's just not a lot of time. If I live to be 80, that's 30 more years. That's not a lot of time. And so we've got to realize that our life is fast. It's fleeting. It's it's here for a moment and then it vanishes away. And But also, life is full of trouble. It just is. This world is full of trouble. And uh, that seems so depressing to us. But when you realize that, yes, it's full of trouble, but you're looking forward to something better than this world. If this world were all that we were looking forward to, as Paul says, were of all men most miserable. Uh, this is just, it can be miserable at times. Yes, there's a lot of joy. When you look at, at your children, your, when, when you enjoy life, when you, you enjoy your family um, your spouse, uh, there are just so many good things in this life, but it's also full of trouble. Uh, I've heard it put this way. You're either uh, dealing with a problem right now, or you've just come out of a problem, or you're getting ready to go into a problem. Those are the three stages of life, and they just keep repeating themselves. So uh, this life is full of trouble. So that's one reason to rejoice is that we're looking forward to the next life. This life is not all there is, but uh, it is that we are like the prophets that went before us. Uh, 
I think it's so interesting uh, when you talk to some people. Uh, I've talked to some people that were Calvinists, and uh, I would bring up a point that I disagree with uh, different uh, old uh, preachers of the faith, and they'll look at me and they'll say something to the effect of, do you think you're better than, say, Spurgeon? Or do you think you're better than than uh, Hudson Taylor? Or It's not that I think I'm better than any of these men, but I'm not worse than any of these men either. We're all sinners. Uh, they were sinners just like I am a sinner. And, and we have different perspectives. We see things differently. And I think that's a good thing. That's not a bad thing. And we don't have to just take everything uh, at face value. But when you look back and, and you realize that the prophets of old, uh, there were some of them that were, were praised. Uh, they were held in, in great esteem until they said something that everybody didn't like. Uh, and then they were persecuted. Uh, then you have other prophets like Jeremiah. that They were just persecuted. Uh, from day one, it seemed like he was persecuted. And, and now when we look back on them, everybody praises them. But in the time, nobody praised them. And, and so that's something for us to keep in mind as we live out our lives, that if we're going to follow Christ, if we're going to try to put into practice uh, what we find in these Beatitudes uh, of being a peacemaker, uh, of seeking righteousness, hungering and thirsting after righteousness, uh, we need to realize that we're going to be persecuted like the prophets that went before. Um, they were inspiring to us, though. I, I, I think of this, that they inspire us to to do more, to, to be more, to, to live more uh, fulfilled or righteous lives. And we trust that God was pleased with them because of the way that he spoke about them uh, as you see the Bible progress. But if God was pleased with them, which many of these men had deep flaws in their life. I mean, even Moses, uh, he was a murderer. He had anger problems uh, when he broke the tablets. I mean, <laughs> you can argue, yes, it was righteous indignation, but he had anger problems. Um, you know, he had depression problems. He had all kinds of problems, but God used him and God was pleased with him. And we can aspire, not that we'll ever be uh, on that level, maybe, but we can aspire to it. And so as we look at this and, and we think about this, uh, we think God has, um, he has a reward for them. And if he has a reward for them, he has a reward for us. And, and so here's what I was just excited about to get to today, though, is what is that reward? Um, what will this reward be? Well, uh, the Bible tells us that we're joint heirs with Christ in Romans chapter 8, verse 17. It says, if children then heirs, heirs of God and joint heirs with Christ, if so be that we suffer with him, that we may uh, be also glorified together. Um, when we are persecuted for righteousness sake, it, we get to, um, I think it's Philippians that tells us that uh, we can um, fellowship with him in his suffering. We can, uh, we can enjoy that 
fellowship of his suffering. And, and I think that's hard for us to understand. But just to get to know him better, uh, it's an amazing thing. Um, it's The reward will be that he is where we will be. And we'll get to know him. Uh, we will be allowed to come into his presence and have fellowship with him. And just to sit down and try to get to know him a little bit better. And, and you might say, well, that sounds boring, just sitting there talking to him all day long or uh, listening to him all day long. And really, I don't think it will be that way. I think um, when we speak with him, uh, we will just, like the Bible tells us in 1 Corinthians 2, 9, but as it is written, I have not seen nor ear heard, neither hath entered into the hearts of man the things which God hath prepared for them that love him. And, and I think if we focus on the next life, uh, if we focus on the reward to come, it will help us to push on forward and help us to just give us something to get up in the day for, knowing that we're working for a goal. It's not in vain. It's not useless. Um, I think of this life, and Paul uses this this analogy. He says that we're running a race. It's like we're running a race. And, and you don't want to look back when you're running a race. That's how you stumble. That's how you fall. Uh, you don't want to be looking around at all the other uh, runners. That's how you get into trouble. What you want to do is look towards the goal, look towards the finish line, and you run through the finish line. You don't just stop right at the end. Uh, so I hope this is an encouragement to you to keep on pushing forward uh, for Christ because the reward is there. The reward is great. And if this world, the pleasures that we see in this world are anything like what is to come, uh, think of how great the rewards are going to be. Uh, that are to come. So I hope that's an encouragement to you. And until tomorrow, auf Wiederhören.